This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Kevin Holden from CBS 58 joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline. So, Kevin, is there any way, short of catastrophic injury, that the Green Bay Packers lose this game? No way whatsoever. I, and and now that now that I've said it, now that it's recordable in the universe, that you could bank on it. No, I I really do think it's it's just no chance at all. I mean, the Packers are not only have they had a good first half of the season, their defense is gaining momentum, and they're facing a guy whose pronunciation I had to look up last night at quarterback. <laughs> so that tells you. Well, their rookie quarterback is it's Luton, right? Yeah. Yep. Jeff Luton. Okay. Luton, he came in and impressed some people. It wasn't like he looked bad. He 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 didn't look too bad. He impressed some people. But I look, they just they turn the ball over consistently. They're averaging almost two turnovers a game. The only time they didn't turn the ball over is one of the win, the win they got. They turn the ball over in bunches. They're giving up thirty plus points per game. I I just don't see any way in any shape or form the way the Packers would even consider losing this game. No, it's Jake Luton. By the way, I said it wrong the first time. Correct. There you go. Uh, wow. I'm going to have trouble with this quarterback's name. Just put a star on that. Uh, it is. Yeah. They, I, I can't imagine the, the combination of the, the 10 days between games, the fact that the Packers have had time to get healthier. You're hearing good news about guys like David Bakhtiari who's back to practice, uh, you know, and practicing in full. Um, you know, you've got Alan Lazard down the line there, and and uh, you know the the again the defense you know was impressive in San Francisco against the 49ers, getting healthier, facing this clearly undermanned Jacksonville Jaguars team. It's November, it's home, and the mystique is going to be different because there's no fans, but it's still cold weather, but you know in Florida terms. I mean, to, to Florida folks, what's going to happen Sunday at Lambeau Field is like you know, it's unfathomable to the human body. So it's, mm-hmm. it's going to be difficult for, for Jacksonville to really do anything. I, it's as close to a sure thing as I can remember in at least a couple of years for the Packers. 
I uh, I look at this uh, this team and I start to look at some of the guys that have really stepped up. Rick Wagner, obviously. Uh, I had posted yesterday. I thought the the play of Josh Jackson has been better, and some people gave me grief and said, "Are you kidding me?" And and it really has. If you look at it statistically and look at some of the film, he's played a lot better. I, I don't know if he's just getting more comfortable or understanding where he's at and what's going on, but uh, it, it, do you see the same thing out of Josh Jackson? Uh, yeah, Jackson has been – the thing about this secondary, too, is, and Jackson is one example, is they've finally gotten to that category where it, you, they, they don't stand out as this glaring, glaring weakness. And Jackson was the, the Packers' second-leading tackler in San Francisco. And it, it's no longer a case of, like, is there someone off the street that can help this this group in that position – They've finally gotten some stability in that position. And, yeah, a guy like Adrian Amos is going to help your secondary. But a guy like Josh Jackson, who's been around for a couple of years in the system, who, uh, well, Badgers fans knew him going back to college because he had you know some great performances against the Badgers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that he's now in the middle of this uh, for the Packers defense, the middle of this performance in the secondary – is it's meaningful it really is it's about depth back there and and as you know we all lived it if you don't have the depth it it can absolutely kill you especially in a a big game or a postseason game so it was nice to see you know a guy like that who again drafted by the team has been around a couple of years actually go in and, and be a part of something this year I uh, I like the fact that uh, the secondary has been really good and really solid. However, right now with Kevin King in the quad, Jair Alexander with a concussion protocol, yes, guys have stepped up, but it's not the same look. Now, if there's an area that can be somewhat exploited, I guess might be the best way to put it. If there's an area on this team that maybe they can take advantage of, that might be it. I mean, we all know they can run the ball, and the, the run game, uh, the run stopping game of the defense has not been great, but that being said, I, 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 does this is this where this defense? If you got any questions at all, you sit and rest, guys. Or is this uh, where a guy like Preston Smith begins to get healthy and get that appetite back, where he gets a couple of sacks, Adarius gets a couple of sacks, you know? Or do you see this uh, defense just kind of you know balling out against this inexperienced, we'll say, uh, inexperienced offense of the Jacksonville Jaguars? It, it feels like a get healthy game for the defense, one of those games where someone or people will put up this this great performance that you'll remember for the rest of the year that when you and I talk in January, we'll look back on this game in November when whoever it is, if it's Preston, if it's Darius, uh, someone like that will will have one of those just monster, monster games. And uh, this is this is that kind of game. I mean, this is, uh, you know, again, you're you're at home and, and it's just you're, you're facing a team that just has not been together that long. I mean, this if there's one concern, I guess, it's that they don't have a ton of tape on this quarterback. I mean, they, you know, they basically, this is a guy that has played the one game last week and came up with that big, it was a 73 yard touchdown on his first pass to DJ Chark. And by the way, if this game gets out of hand, I'm going to start singing DJ Chark to the tune of baby shark. Just so you know, uh, that's going to be really annoying, but I'm just giving you some warning on that. But, uh, (laughs) okay. I mean, you know, I figure it's good to have fair warning, right? But there's, there's just no, there's no consistency because there's just these guys haven't spent any time together in Jacksonville. It, to me, it'll be like a, facing a team that's just coming out of a preseason, and it's going to be a huge difference maker because the Packers have built something uh, over the first half of the season here. 
Uh, let's go back to Aaron Rodgers in this contest. He's had the one clunker against Tampa Bay. The rest of the time, he has played pretty much outstanding football. Obviously, they struggled a bit against the Minnesota Vikings, but I was looking at some of the odds for MVP candidates. Aaron Rodgers sitting at third right now. If he continues, let's just say he rolls through the rest of this season, plays some pretty good defenses in Indianapolis and Chicago and such, and then they end up winning a majority. They say they go thirteen and three. Does he legitimately, if he continues to throw for three hundred and fifty yards and two and three touchdowns per game, and not turning the ball over, that would you would assume that would be enough to win you? an MVP award, unless, of course, Russell Wilson just goes crazy and ends up putting uh, Seattle atop that division out there, which now all three – well, those three teams, uh, if Seattle loses, the L.A. Rams win and the Cardinals win, then all three teams will be tied atop that NFC West. But unless Russell Wilson elevates his team and wins the West, I would assume that Aaron Rodgers has a legit shot at winning an MVP. Do you? Yeah, I think you just hit on the core of the discussion, which is I don't know how the West is going to finish. But if it finishes the way it is right now, and Russell Wilson leads his team to an NFC West title, having played two times against the Niners and two times against the Cardinals and the other tough teams on their schedule, uh, it may give him a little bit of an advantage just because I don't think you have that same sort of strength uh, in the North that you do in the West. But everything else about Aaron Rodgers has been absolutely vintage. And it's funny that it's gone on for so long that it can pass right under the radar. You're talking about 24 touchdowns and two interceptions. You're talking about a rating for the season of 117.5. I mean, these are, these are numbers that would bring a mania to almost any other town in America. And in, in Wisconsin, it's like, oh, Rogers is doing this for the ninth time in his career or whatever it is. So it's, it, it's incredible. And it's, if it doesn't put him in the discussion, then something's wrong. And if Russell Wilson, you know, becomes mortal over the season's second half, I think Rodgers becomes a favorite to win the award. Hey, before I let you go, I also wanted to ask you about the, the Badgers coming up this weekend. We don't know who's going to be playing. Uh, we don't even know. We, we hope the game obviously goes off. There's other programs that are being hit with COVID. Do they get through this football season? Oh, man. I there's the, the, the heart of me hope so in the worst kind of way because I we were just talking about this uh, Evan and I were this Saturday is the first Saturday of 2020 with a Badgers football game because their opener was on a Friday so this is in the middle of November we finally get this chance for the first time and it's uh it's essential I think for sports fans we talk about normalcy and you need to have uh, you know things under control to have that normalcy. I get that, but it's it's important for them at this point to not lose another game. I mean, if if you're in a position with the virus where you have to, that's fine. But I mean, you know, there's been one game and it's happened on a Friday, and they've got five games left, and they cannot lose another one because if they did, and talking about losing, I'm talking about not being able to play it. If they miss one more game then they're ineligible for all of this stuff in the postseason. So this is it, – it's, it's boiled down to essential time. And it's big because a win at Michigan can help the program. But, again, momentum in 2020 is a weird thing because there's so many unknowns. But it'll just be nice to watch them tomorrow. Kevin, always good. We appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk uh, again next week. Okay, pal? Yeah, Drew's on the line. He's got, he's got my, my morning oatmeal. I think he's got some wood <laughs> for me to chop, too. Go job it, buddy. Do your work, and then we'll talk again next week when you're feeling even more buff, okay? <laughs> Thanks, Bill. 
See you, pal. There you go. Kevin Holden, CBS 58, joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.